I know that there's so many different things that are on social media, that are on the online space, that are negative, that are detrimental to individuals and to our society. That does not give us permission to opt out. We need to show up <laughs> stronger and bigger and more often and being that light in the darkness. We love knowing and keeping secrets. It makes us feel loved. It makes us feel important. It makes us feel valued. But that is the best kept secret. We are loved by the creator of the universe. This season, we are coming together with some of the most beautiful queens that you will ever meet to unpack productivity tips from the Bible. If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then queen, we've got some work to do. Let's get to it. Hey y'all, it's me, Liv, and I am so incredibly excited that you are back here for another episode of The Best Kept Secret. It is season three, and we have officially been around for one year. I am so, so very grateful for your participation and presence here, and I am excited about this season. This season, we are getting into productivity tips that we can find in the Bible. I am all for the business books, the self-help books, the coaches, but we would be remiss if we didn't turn to the Word of God to help us and give us wisdom when we need it as well. And I do want to ask you, what do you think of when you hear the term social media? Do you feel frustrated? Do you feel stressed? Do you feel anxious? Or do you feel quite confident and good about what you have really shown and shared to the world? I absolutely believe that social media is amoral, that it's neither good nor bad. It is simply what we make it. And if we choose to use it as a representation of who Christ is in us to reach more people, we can choose to prioritize the meaningful above the millions of things that people say we should be doing on social media. You know, today, as I was preparing for this podcast, I thought it might be good to really stop and reflect on James 119. It's one of those scriptures that I really work hard to include in my own personal social media strategy. And it's one that you may be blessed by as well. James 119 says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Now, after the past couple of years that we've had, you can absolutely imagine why on earth I've chosen to reference this. However, it's not only good to implement when we're connecting with others. It's also good to implement in our personal prayer time with God. I pray about what it is that God may want to say through me on social media. 
but don't get me twisted. I don't do it all the time. However, when I do for each week, I feel new inspiration rise up that I know is connected to Holy Spirit, that I just wasn't smart enough, wasn't creative enough, or wasn't savvy enough to put together in the way that I received it. When I choose to seek him for the help that I need with social media, I am blessed. And regardless of if people like it or not, I know that it has touched the one that it needed to touch, whether they respond and let me know or not. You know, it is incredibly important to ensure that we're bringing social media to our quiet time because it can be one of those spaces that's really tough to navigate if we're not careful. For those of you whom I've had the honor of being connected to for a while now, you know that I will take a quick break off of social media without telling anyone. <laughs> I just disappear because I need that. I need that time to make sure that I'm not prioritizing people above what my God thinks of me. And woo, those lines can get blurred really quickly through the opportunity we have to look at all of our metrics and how it is that we're impacting the world. I want to encourage you to remember that when we choose to be slow to speak, invite God into those areas and really take what he says from our personal time into our social media strategy. We are blessed beyond all anxiety and any worry or fear that it has or has not resonated with others. One of the new books that I've been reading lately by Natalie Frank called Built to Belong really cites scientific studies that prove that those who just consume social media without actually connecting with others feel a lot more depressed than those who do. So it's my prayer that you will no longer just be an onlooker, but that you will truly begin to connect with others because there's so much power there. I would love, love, love to connect with you. I'm at CandidLive on Instagram, and it would just be an amazing, amazing time to get to know you and see what it is that God is doing through you and speaking through you as well. Okay, y'all. I cannot wait for you to meet my guest today. I am so excited about this conversation and I am so incredibly grateful for my guest. Lakeisha Poole is the author of Don't Post That, a guided journal for saving jobs, peace, edges, and lives. <laughs> I literally crack up every single time I say that title. And from the very first moment that I saw it, I knew I needed to have her on the podcast because whoever creates a title like that, oh, is going to make a great conversation. <laughs> you know, I love the entire title, but the fact that she's told us she's also going to help us save our edges blesses my whole soul. <laughs> I know that quite a few of you are considering your social media strategies for the new year, and 
She is going to help us do just that. I am giving away this journal to one of my beautiful subscribers who go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I would like you to meet Lakeisha Poole. She has always loved a good story. And whether she's telling her own thrilling tales through her publishing company, Lumery, or empowering businesses and aspiring authors to craft their best stories at learnwithlakeisha.com. She believes that words have the power to change the world. She's published five books and her latest title, Don't Post That, is a fun, quirky guided journal that helps people discover healthy self-expression, stress relief, and communication skills outside of social media. An alumna of the University of Georgia, she graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Sociology and a Bachelor of Arts in Journalism and Public Relations. When she's not dreaming up new story ideas or helping people take better care of their words and stories, Lakeisha spends time with her family or relaxing on her porch reading and sipping coffee. My kind of girl. You can find her on Instagram at Lakeisha Poole, as well as on LinkedIn, and I will put all of those down below. Lakeisha, how are you today? I am doing awesome. I've been looking forward to our conversation. Me too. I feel like we had a pre-conversation via email. I got a little passionate. So you guys are in, in store for a great, great, great chat today. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot wait. Okay. So the first question I have for you is what on earth led you to create this journal and how did you decide on the title? <laughs> You know, just like everything in life, this was God orchestrated, right? And once I finished it, I realized that everything was leading me up to this moment of coming out with this product, right? So I've been journaling for a long time and I used to engage in what I call angry journaling, where I get all of my frustrations out on the page, my why me God, why would you allow this to happen to me? And really be honest about my thoughts and my feelings with God. I grew up in the church and I definitely grew up in a culture where I was taught you, you're not supposed to question God. And so I felt like, you know, once I got to that point in our relationship where I was able to be more authentic and honest, it was actually very freeing because by the end of the time of me writing out all of my emotions, God would bring me to a solution. And so by being honest and not trying to act like everything is perfect and not trying to gloss over my emotions and my feelings, I was able to find peace with God. I was able to find solace. I was able to find comfort. I was able to find these different solutions. And so that was part one. <laughs> it's based on my um, passion for journaling. The other thing is I've been a communications consultant for years and I have seen over and over again where I have clients, or, you know, I may do a consulting project with a company that's trying to keep an eye on their employees and people post the craziest things about their jobs while they're at their jobs. Like I had one person, she checked in at the job and complained about the job. And so I see all of these different things happening across social media. I see people having all of these different outbursts. 
outbursts. And I know this is something that probably prompts, you know, a lot of us where we're like, okay, I probably shouldn't post that. And so that's how I came up with the title. Like, no, if you got to ask, <laughs> no, don't post that. And um, the sub headline or the subtitle is my favorite because listen, when you are out here in these social media streets, just posting any and everything, it is going to cost you your peace. It may cost you your job. It may cost you your edges. And truth be told, it may cost you your life because you can ruin your reputation by sending out one tweet. I have, again, had all of these different experiences with my clients and different people that I've coached or trained where, you know, they just post something and they lose out on job opportunities because they're just not very thoughtful in what they're putting out there. And so I wanted to approach it uh, from a humorous standpoint because I'm actually a funny person. Like I like to joke and laugh, but there really are some, you know, serious and introspective prompts in there that not only help you get to the root of your, your anger or your frustration, but helps you to discover, you know, hope, helps you discover the other side and, and maybe get a solution out there instead of only putting out complaints. And so I, I'm just excited that God decided to co-create this with me. It's such a beautiful work of art. It really is. And I love the subtitle. <laughs> I love it. As somebody that has literally lost her edges before, literally just tension alopecia, that is what stuck out <laughs> most to me. And it might have even been social media related. I will tell you, there was one phase in my life well before I met our former guest, Amber who is a hair vlogger and all the things. But well before I met her, there was a time where I was trying to achieve all these styles. And I didn't know my hair texture and all of that, but I was trying to look cute for all these little posts. <laughs> and I was literally losing my edges. So love this and love what God is doing through it and through you. But I, I really appreciate how you even shared that you kind of brought some of your former experience with not only communication in the field that you're currently in, but also with journaling and how you learned how to get it all out while you were journaling. The same is true for me. Ooh, I have every journal since I was 10 years old. My parents saved them all. And to go back and read them, there were a few things that I'm so grateful. I just didn't have social media at the time because I'm not sure that I have the maturity to know that it's not okay to post. I just didn't have the access. So this is incredibly necessary, not only to my sisters that are considering what they should post, but also to my little sisters that, you know, maybe a little more transparent than necessary. So that leads me to the next question. What do you view as the balance between privacy and even the power in transparency when using social media? Well, as a communications person and as a business owner, you know, social media is my primary channel for connecting with clients and really reaching people and being able to share messages that are near and dear to my heart. And so I recognize the power of it. I have formed some amazing relationships, friendships, purely based on, you know, a social media group or, you know, some type of online community. And so there's no doubt in my mind that these are tools that can um, help us, that can grow us. However, you have to have boundaries. Just like in real life, you have to establish boundaries around your online life. 
And I'm actually a very private person. You know, I have a small circle of close friends, pretty close knit family. And so those people get access to me, whereas other people do not get that level of access. And so I see people posting and they're essentially giving people an all access pass to their life. And these, you know, individuals, once you start sharing a little bit, they feel like they have a right to know everything. And that's not true. And I see a lot of times, you know, influencers, content producers, creatives, we want to share our heart. We want to make sure that we're being helpful to our audience. However, if we don't set those boundaries and really identify the topics and the things that we're willing to share, that it really can get out of control. The power of being vulnerable online, however, is just one of the greatest tools we have. I often say that storytelling is a survival skill. When we get online and we share our testimonies, when we share our stories and not just the pretty perfect ones, <laughs> when we share the real deal and some of those challenges that we've gone through, I know that it can help someone. And so for me, a lot of times I'm posting things that I feel compelled by God to post. And, you know, sometimes I hesitate. I'm like, nobody, this is crazy. Nobody's ever done anything like this. And it never fails. I always get a text message or, you know, private message of someone saying, I went through the same thing or I thought it was just me. And so when I say don't post that, I don't want you to feel like I'm saying don't post anything on social media. What I'm hoping you'll do is to write down those initial thoughts, right? I, I say in the book, let that message marinate a little bit. Let, let some juices and some flavor soak in there so that by the time, you know, you let it sit a little while and you actually post it, you communicate clearly exactly what you want. You share with people what you want them to do. I see a lot of times when people are passionate about a cause or an issue and, you know, they may share a link to an article but I don't, what, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to give money? Do you want me to be more aware of it? So make sure that you're telling people specifically what you want them to get out of the content that you're sharing. And so that's the other part of don't post that. I'm actually guiding you towards posting things more thoughtfully and carefully so that you actually get what you want. Ah, that is so good. That is so good. And what I loved is that you shared that we don't have to feel as if others have an all access pass to our lives. We get to set the boundaries and decide what people get to know or not. I was listening to someone who by now, I mean, I've listened to so many people and read so many books that I have no clue, but this had to be about three years ago. And the coach said on her podcast that you need to know the difference between a scab and a scar. And so although your story may help someone, if it's just scabbed over and it's still able to be pricked up and it's still able to bleed, then you need to take some more time because it's absolutely okay to share those scars, but those scabs can lead to further pain and even a cycle back through some of those issues. So we over here are strong advocates of therapy, get that help you need and get this journal. But you know, I love that you didn't stop there. 
I love that you said that you're actually helping people to really filter through what to post, how to post, how to create that call to action, because that leads us to my next question. Our conversation will be back in just a moment. But for now, I'd like to invite you to get connected to The Heart, the email newsletter that I send out in partnership with The Colorfully Candid Paradigm. It's through the heart that we get to share some of our favorite ministry partners who are impacting the world in new ways through the books they're writing and the events they're hosting. It's my hope that you will also get connected because it's there that you'll find exclusive invitations like the one to the live recording of The Best Kept Secret. The link is below. Let's get back into our conversation. I have a variety of listeners here. Hey, y'all, some of whom, I mean, work social media way better than I ever will. I ever will. I mean, if y'all are ever down for a tutorial, I'll take it. I have others, however, that are, you know, really kind of timid about sharing what to post. And y'all know who you are. I love you, sis. And I am always telling them, like, why? Why on earth are you not posting this? Because you have so much insight. You have so much to give to the world. And social media is what you make it. It is what you do with it. So how do you plan what to post? And how has that changed over the years as we all grow together, whether we got, you know, 10,000 or, you know, 10 followers? It's so crazy because I just think about, I was on Facebook in 2005. So it's it's been a long time and there has been an evolution around what type of content I put out there and how I approach it. As I mentioned earlier, as an entrepreneur, social media is one of the main communications tools that I have available to me. And early on, I was definitely that type of person that planned out everything, invested in all of the social media tools. And I found myself getting really caught up in metrics and measurement. And that was unfortunate because what would happen is if I saw that something was popular, I would try to do more of that. And here's the thing. I believe that words change the world. And so I need to serve people the words that they need. And instead of adjusting based on the world, I need to set the tone based on what I believe is important, what I believe is relevant in that moment. And so I have definitely adopted more of an intuitive approach where I I post things that inspire me. I do have an editorial calendar of content that, you know, I think is themed based on what I have going on in my business and what I have going on in my life. I try to infuse some fun, some faith, some family in there. But again, I do have boundaries around what I am willing to share about my private life. And for those who are timid about sharing, you don't have to put your business out there. (laughs) I have a lot of people who say, oh my gosh, I feel like I know everything about you. And I'm like, I don't really share a lot about myself. Um, People put together or piece together stories about you, whether you post or not, they're going to make assumptions anyway. I feel like it's important to share your perspective and your story so that you can have a a say in what people maybe think about you. And again, sharing those testimonies, sharing the different things that you've learned, the things that you've gone through once you're healed and you've gone through it, 
you're giving somebody else a battle plan. You're giving somebody else the blueprint so that they can get through it as well. And so when you're able to share those words of healing and comfort, you may not think anything else of it. But that person that just happens to scroll at 7 p.m. and see an encouraging word where, you know, you may just say something as simple as don't give up that they feel like that message was for them because it was. And so when I moved to this new approach where I am more intuitive, I realized that if only one person gets something from my message, that's the one. That's the person that God sent my way. You know, Jesus was always going back for the one. So I am happy with serving that one. And so when you are not sharing any of that stuff, the one is missing out and they really need you. They need to hear from you. And so I hope that as you get a little bit more comfortable, you'll choose that platform that works for you. You don't have to be on everything. You can choose just one social media channel or one way to post, whether it's pictures or text. It really is up to you. You don't have to do things like everybody else does it. You know, Instagram, I know everybody has like the perfect, you know, polished profiles. Like I used to do the alternating posts and, and things like that. And it's cute, but I, I don't do that anymore because I'm like, I'm a real person. I live a real life. And this is the part of me that I want to share with others. And so like you said, use it on your own terms. Don't feel compelled to follow and do what you see other people doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. If there are three things this world needs, it is healing, comfort, and a battle plan. My goodness, my goodness, that is definitely helpful to put it all in perspective and really just move beyond ourselves, especially when God has given us a voice, given us tools, given us wisdom to share with the world. So I love that. I love that so much. I, I like the reels and everything like that. I have a good time with reels. <laughs> And occasionally I will do one of the voiceovers. However, there was a time where I was gearing up. I just done a voiceover um, and I, and I put faith-based, you know, things that align with my mission and with my business there, even within some of those voiceovers. But there was a time where I'd done one, it had done well, and I was preparing for a second. And I just felt Holy Spirit speak to my heart and say, it would take you just as much time to memorize a scripture. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> you're right. Why on earth am I over here listening back to what this person is saying just because it's popular? They've already said it. It's done well. It touched some people. It blessed some people. Amen. But why on earth am I getting so caught up in that when he's giving me my own unique voice? And so I definitely think we can have fun with it. I do. Y'all gonna see a real pop-up real soon. <laughs> I might be doing a voiceover, but we also want to make sure that we are taking that intuitive approach that Lakeisha is teaching us. So, so good. So good. I would like to know what is the one thing that you want others to know about how to interact on social media? How would you just like to encourage the listener's heart in this area concerning what they post and what they don't post? I would just say consider anything you say, whether it's written, verbal, consider those words to be a life or death thing. You know, there are so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about the power of the tongue (laughs) and how there is life and there is death in that. And when we look back over our lives, a lot of us can remember words that were spoken to us as children that to this day 
continue to influence our behavior and our decisions and our esteem and the things that we think about ourselves. And so when you're engaging in social media, sometimes it, it feels like it's, it's a silly thing and you can say whatever you want to say. And you want to give somebody a piece of your mind. You're giving away your peace when you do that. And you are not being a peacemaker. You are being someone who stirs up chaos. And so I just encourage you to be that light in darkness. I know that there's so many different things that are on social media, that are on the online space, that are negative, that are detrimental to individuals and to our society. That does not give us permission to opt out. We need to show up <laughs> stronger and bigger and more often and being that light in the darkness. And so that's my, my little pep talk because I know that so many of us decide that, oh, I'm just not gonna have anything to do with it. But this is a season, this is a time when we need people to raise their voice and to be witnesses and to be honest and, and to really, again, share, share those stories that are joyful. Like you mentioned reels, it's okay to have fun. We need that. We need that positivity out there to counter a lot of the negativity that we see. Drop the mic. <laughs> that was, that gave me chills. That gave me chills, y'all. We need witnesses. We need witnesses. And as we continue to be socially distanced, as we continue to go in and out of different situations with this pandemic, we need you to show up because you may be the only access point that the word has into that person's life. You know, the word does tell us we are living epistles, that we are the only letter of recommendation that some will read. That's one that I reference quite often because I believe that. And it can be uncomfortable. We're not denying that. There was one night I had already gone to bed. There, this was about three years ago. I had already gone to bed. I mean, sleep in my eyes, everything. And I woke up and I had already studied a word earlier that day. But when I tell you I could not sleep and I don't even go live on Facebook often. And at this point in my life, I was going live even less often, maybe twice a year or so. And Holy Spirit woke me up and said, go get on live, go share that message. And I was speaking about how it can feel to want to end your life on Facebook. I've been past this for years now. This was something that I dealt with in my teenage years, but it didn't make it any less uncomfortable to recognize that all these people could listen to that. However, however, I had to do that. And a couple of people did respond in my messages and some people shared it, but it was never about that. It was just about reaching that one. And to this day, I don't know who God wanted me to reach, but I do know that it touched a few hearts. And so we have to move beyond that discomfort. It's that fear. It's, it's the fear uh, of, of what people will think of, you know, how people will judge me, what will they say about me and it, it's this is what you have to do because fear is another topic that I'm really passionate about whenever you feel that hesitancy right where nobody will care about this or nobody thinks like I think that is your signal to go you need to go like do the opposite of what your fear is telling you to do and so what you just described is, is so important sometimes you don't even know who you're touching like you don't know who's listening and who needed that word. And I will say this, when people do 
reach out to me, a lot of times I'm surprised by who it is. It's not somebody that I talk to often or someone who I see on a regular basis. It's just somebody who just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And I know that that is just divine assignment and divine appointment. You don't want to miss that stuff. You don't. So I'm going to stop there because you know I could talk to you all day about all of these different things. I'm here for it. I'm over here thinking of different questions. I'm saying we are really we are really positioned to change the world. If you think about just the far reaches of the world that the internet and you know this global economy that we're in where we can really reach a lot of different lives with one click of a button. So just use it appropriately. Be thoughtful, be kind, be that light, be salt in the world and so it's, this is a great opportunity it really is I'm it's our privilege to get to serve in this capacity it truly is it truly is and what you said don't miss that divine assignment don't miss it we all know we all know how rewarding it can be we won't even focus on those moments that we did move beyond that we felt God speaking to us in but even those were teachable moments that we can now use during this time to propel us forward. So good. All right. I have some questions for you just so we can get to know you a little bit better. I know you haven't seen these questions. So I'm super excited to hear what you say. <laughs> My first question for you is what is the first thing you're doing? Where is the first place you are going on a day off? Oh, the beach. <laughs> The it. beach. That's my that's my calm space. But I mean, I don't know what it is. I'm not a you know. I have to be near water, <laughs> and so that's that's the first place I'm going if I have a day off. That is beautiful. What are some of the things you surround yourself with to remind yourself to slow down? Words. So I have a lot of positive sayings on my laptop, on my walls, on my computer screen. <laughs> I have to, I, when I say I believe that words change the world, I'm talking about the words that I consume as well. And so I have to have those scriptures and those different phrases and sayings around to remind myself of who I am. So good, so good. Which brings me to my next question, which book would you recommend that someone read other than don't post that a guided journal to saving jobs peace edges and lives <laughs> oh that is a tough one because I love books man like I, so many of them have been really life-changing for me but I will say that there is this one daily devotional that is really old school and I read it every year <laughs> and it's called daily strength for daily needs and so it, it's when I say it's old school it has the vows and the these in there <laughs> but it's always very timely for me and so I feel like having a daily devotional as a part of your life ensures that you actually set aside some time to where you can connect with God and you can really connect with the word and so that's definitely one of my go-to's every day I love that. I've not heard of that one. So I will definitely link it below, but I'm also going to look into it myself. The last question I have for you is what is one app or productivity tool that you feel like you can't really live without that has just added so much value to your life? Oh, ClickUp. I love ClickUp. What is this? Tell us more. <laughs> so ClickUp is, is my everything. 
thing. It really is. Like this is the one software tool that um, it allows me to manage my projects. So any type of client work I have going on, um, it's, you know, along the lines of a Monday.com or an Asana. Um, I get to track time, any teammates, they can track their time. It helps me to organize my emails. It helps me to do everything from one spot, right? So I can do, um, I can just automatically do a Zoom meeting or screen recording. It does all the things and I just love it. Every day I'm discovering something new. I'm, you know, singing its praises <laughs> to people. So clickup.com is, is, is my jam. I cannot wait to look that up, especially if it can get you on Zoom real quick or even do a screen recording. That's, that is good. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Oh my goodness. We have been blessed. I wanted this conversation to go on longer, <laughs> but you really, you really did bless us and left us with a lot to think about and to reflect on as we move forward in our own social media strategies for 2022. Would you pray for us as we prepare to close? Absolutely. Dear God, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to connect with um, each other, to chat, and to just rediscover the power of our words. Uh, you always tell us that the importance of our words and how it can um, help or hurt and how it can edify each other, how it can build each other up. And God, I just pray that we continue to choose to do that, to, to think on the things that are lovely, to think on the things that are praiseworthy, to think on the things that are noble, to think of the things that are just, to think on those things that are lovely and Lord, to speak those things and to just guard our mouth <laughs> as you guard our hearts and our minds every day. I pray that you will give us the courage to speak the words out there that you know people need to hear right now, that we will be obedient, that we won't hesitate, but that we will um, walk and follow you as we share our stories, as we share our testimonies, and again, as we share those inspiring and encouraging words. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen and amen. I am so excited about what God is doing in your life and I would be honored to hear which part of this show resonated with your heart. Make sure that you take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me at CandidLive on Instagram. It would be so nice to connect with you and even feature you right here on the show. Until then, know that I am praying for you. I know that you're praying for me too. Love you.